Welcome to the Blaze Podcast, put together by Blaze Incorporated. My name is Onyema Udeze. Smart City Planning, Africa Story. According to Lightsavers Network, the term Smart City is generally used to refer to improving the overall quality of life for people at home, work, and play through the use of data and digital technology integrated throughout the built environment. Powerful forces are converging to make smart cities a growing trend all around the world. And some of the drivers of these smart cities include growing urbanization, growing stress, inadequate infrastructure, growing economic competition, growing citizens' expectations, growing environmental challenges, rapidly improving technology capabilities, rapidly declining technology costs, and so much more. The leading and emerging smart cities across the globe have proved the numerous benefits of the smart city concepts, some of which include enhanced livability, enhanced workability, enhanced sustainability, to name a few. The smart city concept embraces some of the most critical challenges facing global society today, as well as a range of innovative technologies that present potential solutions. According to the UK Smart Cities Index 2017, the smart city is a simple label for the complex forces shaping urban life in the 21st century, and this spans across the built environment, energy, telecommunications, transportation, health and human services, water and wastewater, public safety, payments, and so much more. Some of the technology enablers for the leading and emerging smart cities include connectivity, interoperability, data management, security and privacy, computing resources, analytics, and so much more. Bringing it down to the African context, the challenges posed by the rapid rate of urbanization currently found in African cities can only be tackled with the smart city concepts. So in this edition of Africa Story Podcast, I will look at how to plan African cities to become smart cities in order to optimize the benefits of smart city technology. So I'll look at quite a number of strategies and the first I want to look at is what I call the grand strategy otherwise known as smart leadership. Extrapolating for Navigant's research in the UK Smart Cities Index 2017, strong leadership from three leaders and executives is vital to develop a coherent and sustainable smart city strategy. And this includes the following guiding vision statement and roadmaps, public private working groups, and linking innovation to city priorities. So, the first step in transitioning African cities to smart cities is setting up the right leadership, which in turn formulates a roadmap and overarching strategy for the city. In many leading cities across the globe, a city council headed by a city mayor is appointed, and major decision powers and responsibilities are devolved from the national to the city level. For this to be effective in the African context, conducive and supportive policies need to be implemented at the national level, which is the government. However, Ensuring that the national digital infrastructure is adequate for the challenges of the future should ideally be a responsibility of the government. The City Council will consist of representatives from academia, industry, civil society and other levels of the government. To build a smart city that improves the quality of life of people, smart city plans should be developed to solve the true community needs. So according to Geneva Star and Amanda Smith in Smart Planning Our Future Series, these needs can only be identified through inclusive and extensive citizen engagement. More importantly, however, 
the strategic roadmap developed by the city council should be context specific because each community faces different challenges, is in a different state of readiness and has access to different solutions. So by establishing the local context, the plan and the technology application it includes can be very fitted to the city. And knowing the current context will also define a baseline for results to be measured against over time. So that's the first strategy, which is a grand strategy. The second strategy is what I call joint efforts or smart community. According to the 2018 to 2025 Smart City Plan of Shastor, a leading livable city, a smart city combines the physical and the digital worlds to deliver a sustainable, prosperous, and inclusive future for its citizens. Like I mentioned earlier, setting up the city vision and strategy is an outcome of civic partnerships and inclusiveness. Most smart city projects begin with a demonstration or pilot phase before large-scale commercial deployment. So to maximize impulse and collaboration, many leading and emerging smart cities across the globe set up an open innovation platform that serves as a testbed for continuous city projects. The open platform helps to maximize engagement from city dwellers as well as ensure transparency. In the African context, after setting up the city council, the next step should be setting up community hubs with which to involve city dwellers' inputs. There are already some innovation hubs in existence in African cities. These existing hubs can be leveraged to gain insights from city dwellers. Through these hubs, ideas can also be shared from the young entrepreneurs in the city, coming up with innovative solutions to tackle the city problems. A currently underutilized channel in African cities is academia. A lot of researches and projects are carried out in tertiary institutions all over Africa. The potential to convert the findings into viable solutions that will impact the community and environment is totally untapped. To make city progress a joint effort in African cities, therefore, there is a need to create a nexus between entrepreneurship, academia, industry, and the government. And the common approach utilized by smart cities across the globe is the creation of city apps with which to generate actionable data from the city dwellers. So that's the second strategy joint efforts or smart community. The third strategy I want to talk about is the digital backbone, otherwise called the smart infrastructure. So according to Jennifer Stan and Amanda Smith in Smart Planning and Future Cities once again, data and technology are transforming and redefining the cities we live in. The digital revolution once led by industries is now being harnessed by governments to empower citizens. Extrapolating for navigants research in the UK Smart Cities Index 2017, once again, a focus on innovative use of ubiquitous data for policy development and the creation of new services is a primary building block of smart city programs all across the world. And this entails the following evolving open data strategies, building platforms for IoT data, and exploring the use of advanced analytics. The rapid growth in the number of sensors and other intelligent devices deployed across the global smart city landscape is creating an immense amount of new data that these cities manage and exploit to the benefits of all. For example, London has established the London Office of Data Analytics called LUDA and appointed a chief data officer to help accelerate the use of data to improve services across the city. Therefore, central to the smart city concept is open data otherwise known as digital innovation. For African cities, the starting point is the availability of data networks such as broadband, public Wi-Fi, 4G, fiber, 5G, and so much more. 
So this is the backbone of every smart city and is a prerequisite for smart city projects to become successful. Many global smart cities have deployed or are planning large-scale deployments of low-power networks. They are also vying to be testbed for 5G technologies and are looking at future fiber needs to support these ambitions. So they are moving beyond broadband programs for public buildings and Wi-Fi in the city center to look at access requirements across the city, including less affluent and digitally excluded communities. So that's the test strategy, which is the digital backbone of smart infrastructure. The first strategy I want to talk about is holistic planning or smart economy. According to the UK Smart Cities Index 2017, once again, the opportunity to take a more holistic view of city challenges is one of the foundational concepts of the smart city movement. Some cities, for example, are looking at the idea of smart districts or communities where the interconnection between transport, health, energy, housing issues, and innovation can be tested at scale. Cities are multi-sectoral systems comprised of diverse facets such as transport, health, education, energy, safety, sustainability, IoT, data, strategy, partners, and so much more. So innovation in a particular facet directly or indirectly impacts others. The long-standing issues of siloed working is being addressed by cities taking a more holistic approach to the city challenges, and this requires understanding the links between the various sectors in the city. This is a necessary step for African cities to transition into smart cities. According to the 2018-2025 Smart City Plan of Shastot, a leading global city once again, the goal is to create an economically thriving city that has access to digital infrastructure and leverages it to support business growth, investment and sustainability across priority sectors. So some outlined actions here include the following. First, is to consult targeted sectors via surveys, interviews, workshops, and so much more to identify priority needs and opportunities for infrastructure, innovation, and capability development. And this informs the city leaders' action plans. Secondly, to support business collaboration and innovation through such vehicles as co-working places, business hubs, hackathons, online tools, learning, access to data, and resources. And thirdly, is to promote links with businesses, universities, and government to drive innovation, economic growth, and open learning. Also, is to provide a platform for businesses to easily access the council and other economic information and data to encourage innovation and investment. So, this is all about holistic planning and smart economy. The next strategy I want to talk about is social inclusion or smart livability. Like I mentioned earlier, the primary aim of the smart city movement is to improve the overall quality of life for people at home, work and play through the use of data and digital technology. According to Ratan, Sustainable Development Policy Director at SPOR, in the Future of Cities podcast put together by Cartera and the Mission, what makes a city great is a sense of community, a sense of place, a city that is safe and provides freedom for its people to do what they want to do and what they are inspired to try. A place that takes care of its people when they are struggling. A place that is welcoming to people to move to and search for a better life. A place that respects its natural environment and is growing with it in some way. So simply put, a great city is a place that offers people the chance to live an efficient lifestyle more than might be provided in other settings. City life can easily get very chaotic and stressful, intercepted by transportation, work, personal responsibilities and so much more. So the smart city concept can be utilized to make city life more pleasant and bearable. 
and a low-hanging fruit obtainable with Masary technology is the transportation system. Traffic and parking optimization leads to reduced time on the road for cars and correspondingly reduces greenhouse gas emissions. According to Geneva Stan Amanda Smith in Smart Plan Official Series once again, sensors of real-time traffic can be used to control smart traffic signals to increase travel speeds and reduce intersection delays. The distribution of city services is also a good way to ensure social inclusion. In a functional city, proximity from the place of residence to the place of work to the place of entertainment, commerce, worship, socialization and so much more should be short and conducive. And also availability of fast data networks will also ensure social inclusion as many activities in the city are starting to rely on the data networks. So this is all about social inclusion or smart livability. The next strategy I want to talk about is sustainability or smart environment. So according to Vienna City definition, climate change is one of the most pressing issues we are currently faced with. CO2 emissions must be reduced in the decades to come, while measures need to be taken to rein in global warming, floods and extended heat waves. Cities are responsible for approximately two quarters of greenhouse gases worldwide. Be major polluters, they are also called upon to provide solutions. And one of the five assessment criteria employed in the UK Smart City Index 2017 is sustainability and environmental impact. Firstly, is a city sustainability strategy and explicit targets set for energy consumption, greenhouse gas emissions, and related goals. And secondly, is the city's achievements against those sustainability targets and implemented environmental and sustainability programs. According to the 2018-2025 Smart City Plan of Shastod Lady Renewable Smart City, once again, the goal is to apply technology and innovation to improve our environment. And some outlined actions here include the following. Using technology to actively monitor the impacts of climate change, including urban heat and tree canopy. And also using urban design techniques that respond to the changing climate and community needs. Also working with utilities and partners to improve smart power and water technology with real-time data analytics to improve efficiency. Also is using RFID and sensors for domestic garbage pickup to collect waste data and incentivize recycling and so much more. So in African cities, the use of local and sustainable materials like wood is yet to be optimized. Meanwhile, there is a need to reduce the use of concrete in building construction. The use of green elements in buildings and outdoor spaces will also help to create a more sustainable environment. And finally, zoning and overall city planning will also help to minimize pollution, especially in residential areas. So this is all about sustainability and smart environment. One last strategy I want to talk about is feedback and management or smart technologies. So according to Geneva Stan Amanda Smith in Smart Planning Official Series, once again, in an increasingly digital and technology-driven age, cities need to look towards new approaches, innovative technologies and smart infrastructure to create an environment that supports both community and economic growth. Through open data and inclusion efforts, smart city applications can more deeply connect citizens to city leadership and to each other, and to build the capacity of citizens to make informed decisions. So official city outlook for African cities could feature the following technologies. One is smart lighting. Smart poles could provide energy-efficient LED lighting, and each pole can house Wi-Fi signal points, sensors, public address system, and more. And next is smart screens. 
Interactive smart cranes could provide information that help people find out the latest on what's going on in the city. And the next is Internet of Things IoT. An IoT platform would connect almost all the devices in the city to the internet and to each other. Apps, sensors, and smart city applications and blockchain technology will also help to generate data on the city. Next is public Wi-Fi. Free public Wi-Fi will provide high-speed quality internet access for all the city dwellers. And next is smart energy. Buildings can be powered by the sun through solar panels connected to battery storage. And next is smart parking. Sensors in the streets will detect available parking and send data to drivers all across the city. And finally is smart city app. A city app makes information on the city readily available to all the dwellers. So these technologies will help to generate actionable data from the city dwellers which will in turn help the city council and management to make more informed decisions. So, so far in this podcast, I've outlined seven major strategies to plan our African cities and transform them into smart cities. The first is the grand strategy or what I call the smart leadership. And the second is joint efforts or what I call smart community. Third is digital backbone or what I call smart infrastructure. And fourth is holistic planning or what I call smart economy. Fifth is social inclusion or what I call smart livability. And sixth is sustainability or what I call smart environment. Lastly is feedback and management or what I call smart technologies. So as an underexposed market, the aim of Africa's podcast series is to bring the African market to the forefront. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to click the subscribe button from whatever platform you tuned in from. Also, visit www.blazemy.com www.blazemy.com to access our other content. You can also check out my personal page www.onyema.me www.onyema.me to access my personal content. To support a future episode of this podcast, you can also reach us at hello at blazeinc.net hello at blazeinc.net Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blaze Podcast. I'll see you in some other episode.